Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, the music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire, and love will find a way. Love is going to find a way. And all we want is to be with you. Curtis and I were, are very tired on this Friday. Um, but we're talking about 80s, power, 80s and 90s power ballads. Yes, and I was arguing that Tesla is the way to go. Um, but we were going to talk about something music industry related that wasn't power ballads, Curtis. And what was that? The genius of Mr. Big. We're not going to talk about the genius of Mr. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I never really got Mr. Big. Mr. Big is great. I don't think they're not great. I just think they're not. Well, I don't know. They're, they're a, I think the thing with them is that they tried to be a little bit more musician focused than like, you know, yeah. commercial focused, which is fine. And they're still pretty, they got a lot of great tracks, but I think it's, they're probably more aimed towards like, you know, like Billy Sheehan's fans and that type of thing right so what if we i almost want to start like a separate podcast that's just like glam with matt and curtis where we discuss like what our favorite glam records are anyway um i'm into that let's do what, it what were we what were we going to talk about today though um power belt no i'm just kidding so we're going to talk about preparation for your marketing and camp or marketing and pr campaigns that you are and even social media campaigns that you're going to be doing because um, I think this happens to Matt a lot, but I was bringing up that um, I get a fuck ton of emails all the time from bands asking, inquiring to work about uh, work, work with me. And they'll ask me questions like, they'll just send me a random email. And they'll be like, hey, my name's Joe Blow. I'm from Death to All Kittens. And we play, uh, you know, melodic death metal. Can you give us a plan on what you want to do to market us or PR us? I'll be like, um... Can you send me a little bit more information, please? Because um, I know we've go we've gone over this a lot of times in the past, but um, when you're applying to work with an industry professional, and I know me and Matt have the term industry professional loosely because we are the Dumb and Dumbest podcast host, but um, when you're applying to work with with someone, you have to like kind of let them know who you are what you do but then you also got to give them some assets to think with because if i get a band coming to me and they're like hey man um we're in this band we want to know what you think and um can you let us know if you think you could get us in revolver and decibel i'm gonna be like dude i don't fucking know i don't know who you are you know what i mean like even if you're a band that's somewhat known don't even expect me and matt to necessarily know who you are I mean, we probably will, but there's also a chance that we may not. Because, like, for example, I've had bands contact me who've had stuff out, you know, 10 years ago on Relapse Records. I'm, I don't fucking know who they are. Or yeah, that, that, that happens fairly regularly, right? Like, you have to remember that. And, and not just, like, Curtis and I being fancy. I'm saying, like, broadly speaking, there's a lot of bands out there. Yeah. And we'll forget. Yeah. I mean, I've even had, like, a ton of clients. Like, I've even mentioned on a past episode... Um, I had someone contact me like a few months ago who I worked with back in 2013 and I'm sorry, or 2014, but I'm sorry. And I totally forgot who he was just like completely because it's been so long and we've been out of touch. 
And I was like, okay, who is this? The name sounds familiar. And I had to like rack my brain and do Google searches. And then finally I was like, oh, this guy. I remember him now. So just like as a key thing. So like if you're going to hit up Matt or me, so one couple things we need to know. Obviously who you are, how long you've been around, what style of music you play. And um, if you got some tracks, send us some tracks. If you don't have any tracks yet, note that. But if you have some older music that you can let us listen to in the meantime, if you're pl trying to plan out something, you're in the studio recording, send us the older tracks so we get an idea of who, what you sound like and if we think we can even work with you. Because you've got to keep in mind, we also have to do a quality control on the bands that we work with because like, I can't just PR anybody. Um, I think Matt could do an analysis paper on basically anyone. But, but I'll just tell you, you suck. Yeah, he'll tell you you suck. But I mean, I can't like. I, I, I just for the record, I've literally done that analysis paper, where I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, the reason your band isn't getting anywhere is because you're bad." <laughs> yeah, like he could do that. I, I I can't. I could tell you you're bad, but I won't be able to do PR for you. So um, yeah, and you have to be kind of clear. If you're on a label, let me know you're on a label. Um, which label because like for example even recently I had a band um, send me all their stuff I started doing PR for them they didn't tell me that they were on a tiny independent label I found this out three weeks into the campaign I'd even had them quality check everything before it went out just as a side note but anyways <laughs> so these are all like the types of things you need to do so if you're going to hit someone up for PR or marketing don't just say hey my name's Joe from death to all kittens can you let me know what you can do for me because we ain't going to be able to tell you. And even when you send us the tracks and you send us the artwork and you send us like some actual information, we're still probably not going to be able to tell you where you're going to get placed. In fact, I know I can't tell you where you get placed. I could tell you, hey, I think uh, Greg from Metal Injection might enjoy this. I might have a chance with you on that. Or I might be able to say, hey, Vince from Decibel might enjoy this. You might have a chance with us. But I'm not going to be able to tell you where you're going to get placed. Um, I'm not going to be able to tell you nothing like that but I can give you a general marketing strategy if I get all the information that's there. Give some thoughts, Matt. Yeah, I, I think that's really key is I think you've got to provide context. A lot of people will be like, oh, give me some advice for your band. And I'm like, okay. What do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, like write, write good songs and post a lot on social media. Well, here's the key thing. Like, <laughs> if, like if you got good songs, you've won half the battle. So the next thing is, is after that, and you're starting to look at marketing, there's a few key things that you need to have in place. One of them is you need to have all your social media channels and posting on them. You need to have an email list. You need to have a method of emailing people. Um, what else do you need? You need to be occasionally doing some ads at least. And you basically need to just, those are like your main elements right there. Those are like the first key few things. And usually when a band comes to me for marketing advice, that's like the first thing to check. Okay, so are they posting anything on social? Do they have any socials? Are they updated? Do they have like a website? Do they have a mailing list? Those are like the first key things we both actually look for. You know, when someone comes to us for marketing or PR advice, and then it'd be like, oh yeah, well, we got a Facebook with two likes and uh, we haven't posted on it for two years, but do you think you can get us in crank? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Know? Like you have to, you have to realize like if you want to get the big dogs, you got to like, look like a, like you're trying to be a big dog yourself. That's all part of the thing is your image, right? 
So like, well, yeah, well, because, and again, it's because it's, it's two reasons. Okay. Yeah. One is because people need to see that you give a shit for them to give a shit. Right. Yeah. Like it's really that simple. Like you need to show how much you care and that you're passionate about this. Yeah. And then furthermore, uh, and our friend, uh, Phil angry metal guy put this really eloquently. If people are posting about you and not Slipknot, they're literally losing money. 100%. And you have you know, to keep in mind... You have that to show they, them that it's more valuable to post, or there's value in posting about you. 100%. And if they post about you and then you don't share it and you don't try to drive traffic to it, you look like a dick. Because, I mean, I've had bands I've gotten some pretty big fucking placements for. And they, they don't do anything with it. Like, I've literally had bands where I've fought to get them at Metal Injection, like Beg Matt or Beg Greg or Beg Aaron or Beg someone else, and gotten them the placement. And it's like, the band doesn't even share it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? So, you kind of got to, you got to, what's the right word? Flow back if you want to get flowed in if that makes any sense <laughs> yeah so it's reciprocating and it's not just yeah. reciprocating it's it, it's again it's showing that you're serious and that you give a shit yeah and if you and that's see just, that you're serious and you give a shit then guess what they're going to give a shit about you but exactly. if you see like a joker who's just you know chuckle fucking around yeah can we it's talk a for a minute about what a great word chuckle fuck is no oh, okay so uh, just a, just somebody I want to shout out that's really was really really good about the sharing and stuff like that and trying to actually promote when they were given an opportunity was Overt Enemy, who you yes. mentioned did like a fuckload of comments and they even did a fuckload of shares when you did the premiere for them at uh, Metal Injection. Yeah, but, and and so this was something cool, right? Was that they, they that their post on Metal Injection got like seventeen comments, which is basically unheard of at Metal Injection, especially um, for an unknown band of their size. Yeah. Like, the last time they were getting 17 comments on something was, like, Threaten. Yeah, there you go. You know? So, operate with that in mind, guys. Like, operate with, these people need money. Yeah. And you, acting selfishly, is not making them money. You know, like, they don't want to, like, they have people who think they're great all the time. Again, you need to show the value you're providing. And so, and the other thing with a band like Over Enemy, right, is, like, if, I, if I'm label guy, dick in a around, like, now this isn't something people, like, label people, like, check out, you know, like, oh, I wonder how many comments they got in their metal injection stream. But if I'm label guy, dick in around metal injection, you know, and there's a ton of label guys who do. Yep. Um, because I know all of them, and we all do. Um, you know, is your, your, you know, so, and I see that I, and it catches my eye that, oh, this band has 17 comments or whatever. And everything else has two comments that are about how I can make $4,000 a month working from home. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to, that, 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 that provokes some interest, you know, like, like, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm going to go sign that band. But then like, if I see that, I'm like, okay, I should probably listen to this. Cause there's like clearly some sort of thing going on here you got your foot in the door in other words you know it, it's a but yeah it's, it's about showing and then simultaneously too like do you know who label guys talk to when they're trying to find out about new bands often who, who Jerome, 
journalists. Why? Because journalists listen to everything. Why? Because they're goddamn journalists. So what does this mean for you? I don't fucking know. But maybe I know what it means. What does it mean, Curtis? Thank you. It means actually have a good image <laughs> and make sure you're actually posting and commenting on on posts about you. Like here's an, here's like even something even more basic just for part of being like your image type of thing. I know we're kind of going a little bit all over the place here, but like here's a good example. So if someone posts a Facebook post about your band, like it and comment on it. Just do it. I, I don't know if there's like 90% of the bands I work with or have ever known don't even fucking do that. You know what I mean? They just don't do it. They see a post on Twitter, they don't retweet it, they don't like it, they don't comment, nothing. They just look at it and then kind of <laughs> go about their day. You know what I mean? Like when I see a post on Twitter or Facebook mentioning do or PR, unless I miss it, I always like it. I always comment. I always retweet if it's on Twitter. 100% of the time. doesn't matter. So even if it's a negative post, I'll still like it. I'll still comment. I may not read. If I retweet it, I might put a snide comment in front of it. But, you know, I'm still acknowledging the fact that someone took the time out of their day to do that. And also, if they also send up a follow-up email to say, hey, did you see this review or news posting I made? I always say, yes, I did. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And I even got told the other day that I'm like one of the few PRs in the world who does that like uh, all the time. Yeah. But people pay attention to this. So that's why people are more inclined to review my stuff than, for example, a lot of times another PR whose names I'm not going to name because I don't want to call anybody out specifically. But other people at my level, I will tend to get more reviews than a lot of those guys because of the fact I share, I post, I comment, blah, 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 blah. But the band has to also back that up themselves. You know what I mean? So, but point being, so yeah. when you're when you're coming to the table, know what, like do do a small amount of googling. Like if you literally just read the articles that I put out every week, you'll have a, a more or less an idea of what you need to be doing. You know, reading that stuff will give you a basically a BA in music education if you just read his like last two months worth of stuff. Like regardless of even if you took a challenge. It's just stuff that will help. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, you know, so just keep, keep growing with that kind of thing in mind. And I think that people start to understand like, oh, wow, these guys, you know, eventually people figure out, okay, these guys are for real yeah. or they're not. But when you're reaching out to PR, again, you're reaching out to a, prof okay, think about it this way. You're reaching out to a professional, yeah. very busy, who yeah. wants to help you, but you're reaching out to a professional. So it's the same as like, you reach out to a doctor and you're not like, oh, I hurt. They're, and if they're like, where? You're like, oh, can you get me like some morphine? Like that's not the response. And here's another tip I just got for people. And I know we've also said this before, but it, but it actually happened to me uh, about four days ago. Um, unless, the unless the person knows your band and who you are, don't request a call to discuss a strategy or anything until you've sent that stuff because it's a waste of time. A complete and utter waste of time because I've had bands do that with like hey can you call me we can discuss and I'm like I haven't even heard the music yet so I got nothing to say unless I know their band if it's if I already know who their band is and I've had them as a previous client or like they're a well-known band that's a different deal but like if you're just kind of contacting me or Matt Cole then you're saying we want to get on the phone for a strategy and it's like well 
send me the music first and then I can listen and then I can discuss. Cause if it ends up being like, for example, I had a band try to contact me and they're like, Hey, we want a phone call strategize. We want to get going with you. And then I found out they were like pop music. And I'm like, I can't do anything with you. Like there'd be no point in even doing a strategy with you. Right. So keep that in mind too. Right. Cause I know you're excited and raring to go, which is cool. But again, you got to have all the information available when you're contacting the guy. Cause if I end up taking like a, 45 minutes out of my day to strategize with you. And then I find out, you know, you're in country rock. It was just a waste of time for everybody involved. You know what I mean? So keep that in mind too. And also when you're contacting professionals, like Matt was saying, be aware of who you are contacting. So if you're in a reggae band and you're contacting me, you haven't done your homework, you know, or if you're in a country rock band and you're contacting Matt, Matt would probably enjoy the shit out of your music, but he probably will not be able to work with you. I'm actually helping out an Americana artist right now. I think, I think what I do is different because it's more marketing facing. And so I can fair, sort of. Fair. Okay. Then, then never mind but, what I said about Matt, but for yeah, me, but I, would but I mean, but, but the same goes for applying to like labels and stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like, like I think that, like people, death metal bands wanting me to send it, help them talk to Matt about prophecy is like, ugh. Yeah, and the only death metal we have is like so incredibly dorky, uh, like by the band member's own admission. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think Markov would be like, "Yeah, Shorno Bug is like gonna tour with Cradle of Filth or something." Like, yeah. although I'm, sh- you know. Anyway, can, can, can you get my metalcore band signed to Prophecy, please? As we head towards the end here, I mean, like, I feel like Alcest is like secretly a pop punk band. So, well, the thing with Alcest, though, is that they were also in the at beginning the black metal. They fit the aesthetic. It's different. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Like, if Alcest was coming out now, you, they probably wouldn't sign them. But they've, it's kind of like Alver. They're like one of those weird ones that have got the aesthetic down. It's, it's, it's yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. Yeah. Um, but all this to say, we're headed towards the end, but what do you have to plug, Curtis? Um, well, I think we should probably talk for a second about our, uh, we're going to have another challenge, obviously, and that's going to start on the 15th. We haven't decided yes, but what before that is. the challenge starts, we've got our group chat we want to plug. Oh, yeah, let's talk about group chat for a second. So, anyways, we got five spots left, isn't it? I have six spots left. Six spots left. So, if you are one of the next six people to sign up, Matt is going to come over to your house and give you a back rub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's going to pose next to his cat suggestively. Yeah. I totally made both those things up. If Matt's willing to do them, um, he will give it to you. Um, so we're charging a grand whopping total of $25 a month for the group chat. Um, and the thing is, is if you join for the full year and you pay in advance, you get three press releases. What is it they get from you? It's the analy- not the anal- no, bio. analysis paper. Oh, it's bio. I was thinking of the analysis paper. They also get a bio and they get to basically have like a 24 hour a day help desk for their band. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, you should check out Patrick from Grave Next Door's um, testimonial he did. He posted it on Facebook and Twitter, I think. And it's in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. Check it out. He is very, very, very enthusiastic about it. And this is a guy who's played with uh, Darcy from Smashing Pumpkins. So we got, we got the cred behind it. Big name cred. cred it's not Darcy. And, uh, it's saying we're good, but it's him. So anyway, so watch the testimonial and then hit Matt up. And he will take your money 
and it's $240 for the year, correct? Is what we're yes, doing? Yes, sir. Charging? $240 for the year, and Matt will take your money by PayPal or Venmo or by bank transfer. Yeah, not bank transfer. Not bank transfer. Anyway, that's what I got. Anyway, yes, this has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Are we done yet?